Welcome to the Pets Who Thrive podcast, where we cover all areas of natural animal health and challenge what we've been conditioned to think regarding how to raise and keep a healthy pet. My name is Tammy. I'm an entrepreneur and a certified animal naturopath with a passion for animals and empowering other pet owners with tools for creating the healthiest version of your amazing pets. Let's dive in. Hello, I am so glad you're here today. Today, we are going to be learning all about Zeewee Peak. This is a food that I am so excited about, and a lot of people really just don't have an awareness about. Um, it is from the beautiful area of New Zealand, um, and Zeewee Peak specializes in air-dried food, and it is a wonderful alternative to raw food since it's shelf-stable. So here to tell us a lot about this amazing product is Angela Schultz. Welcome, Angela. I'm so glad you're here today. Thank you, Tammy. I'm happy to be here. Awesome. Well, let's dive in. Tell us a little bit about what makes um, uh, Zeewee Peak so unique and maybe even just a little bit about their story. So um, so the story um, is kind of a cool story. Like a lot of us, um, you know, that found our way into pet, um, the founder, Peter Mitchell and his wife, they came from the meat export business. Um, they actually had a huge love for pets. And so they wanted a food that was easy to travel with, that was free from pathogens and as close to a raw diet as possible without needing to rehydrate it. Um, so they actually worked for three years to develop this air dried technology that ZWP has. Wow. That's amazing. Um, and I love that they wanted to kind of keep the integrity of raw food, um, but also make it convenient. And they were able to accomplish that, obviously. That's fantastic. So tell us a little bit about the philosophy of Zewe Peak. I was looking a little bit about it, and I'm, I'm just, I'm amazed. Um, uh, can you speak a little bit about it? Absolutely. So um, like you said, it's, um, it's formulated like a raw diet. Um, of course, free from pathogens because that's super important. Um, it's a scoop and serve. So if you're accustomed to just, you know, putting something in your pet's bowl and being able to put it down, there's no need to change that behavior. Um, but it also fills that gap between um, kibble and raw in the store. So, uh, you know, it gets you super close to that raw feeding um, and, you know, still offers some great benefits. Um, it can be used as a topper, a treat. You can feed it as a complete meal. It's super versatile. Um, it's excellent for traveling. So as someone who does travel frequently with my dogs, uh, it's a great way to still give them all those benefits of raw, um, but in that convenient shelf-stable pathogen-free formula um, that Zeewee provides. So it can also be great for raw feeders who are boarding their dogs. Uh, we know not all boarding facilities love to deal with raw food. So this could be a great alternative if someone needs to board their dogs, but, you know, but they still want to keep that close to raw feeding. Um, and then it also has those 10% superfoods in it. So lots of good stuff going on. That's awesome. Well, I can tell you um, one of the things that is probably the most commonly um, asked questions is, gosh, I just don't feel like I'm feeding him enough. Like he <laughs> scarfs it up and then he looks at me like, where's my food? Like that was a great appetizer. Um, so now where's my food? And I, I try to explain to people that 
you know, even though the serving size looks really, really small, it is super calorie dense. And so if they continue to feed however the dog, how much ever the dog would want, their dog is going to blow up. And like a two pound bag of Zeewee Peak is, from what I understand, equivalent to about a six pound bag of frozen raw. It's it's very similar in how you feed raw. And, and I think we've both experienced when people feed raw, even coming to raw from a kibble, your portions seem smaller. Mm-hmm. You know, that that patty that you mix up in the bowl just doesn't quite seem like those cups of kibble that you would normally feed. So, so true, yes. So yes, Zeewee is a very similar product in um, in that respect that you're getting a very nutrient-dense product. So even though you're feeding what seems like a small amount, your pets truly are getting all of the nutrition that they need. Which is amazing. So, um, yes, and that's that's good because, again, dogs love it, and they would eat it until they popped. And they would. It's, it's really up to us as their caregivers to kind of put the brakes on that. So, yeah. Um, can you speak a little bit about, like, maybe the air drying process? What that kind of walk us through what that looks like. Sure. So, the air dried um you know, the the acronym, the AIR. Um, so the air dry technology is really the heart of what Zeewee does. Um, recipes are prepared um, and then they're air dried gently to lock in all of that goodness of the raw ingredients. Um, you have you have the I standing for ingredients, um, which again are always going to be the secret to every great recipe. And so, a hundred percent of the meat, the poultry, the seafood ingredients, they are ethically and sustainably sourced under New Zealand's strict standards. So, um, and we all know what pristine culture New Zealand has. Oh my goodness! Um, yeah, so <laughs> every picture is just like um, I mean, just so amazing. Yeah, it, it's beautiful. Yes, and um, and of course the training videos that that I've um, that I've been watching and the interviews with the farmers just, I mean, the landscape is beautiful. Um, so, and then the R is, um, of course, the recipes. They are, they are crafted for that peak nutrition. Um, the peak prey recipes feature unmatched variety. So, you have inclusions of meat, organs, and bone um, that match the biological needs of our dogs and cats. Nice, nice. And one of the things, too, I think that sets um, Zeewee Peak aside from, you know, because there are other air-dried foods out there, but they really pride themselves in adding quite a bit of green lip mussels. Can you speak any um, to the benefits of that? Absolutely. So um, so one green-lipped mussel will actually filter 95 gallons of water. Oh my goodness. Um, Yes. So, um, so could be a reason why New Zealand's waters are so beautiful. Yeah. Um, so, and obviously your green lipped mussels have a ton of, of nutritional benefits as well. Um, everything in New Zealand, I guess a little, a little just New Zealand in general, they're fishing, they're farming, everything is held to very high standards. Um, and sustainability and doing things ethically are really important to the people of New Zealand. This, um, this is something that is just ingrained in their culture. They, uh, they really have that vision of we have to be sustainable in what we do. We have to take care of the resources that we have because 
Otherwise, they won't be here for our future generations. And that's really been a philosophy that they've held for generations. And so it's just ingrained in everything that they do. Um, so it's, um, it's exciting to be learning all of the different things um, that you have. But to your, to your point about the green-lipped mussels, um, they are a great source of the chondroitin, glucosamine, great for joint health. Um, they're loaded with omega-3s, which we know is a natural anti-inflammatory, um, and then also a great skin and coat addition to any meal. So they're actually attached, the muscles are attached to ropes and then dropped back into the water and then let left alone to grow um, into hmm. green lip muscles. And then they're harvested and utilized for, um, for our foods. Wow. That's amazing. Well, and it is, can you speak a little bit more about the process of like in, in terms of air drying so that they're not cooking something to death, which is um, a lot of times how most of our dry kibble ends up. Um, Correct. Kind of maybe walk people through what that whole process, like what the meat looks like, how they do it, the temperatures. Um, Can you maybe speak a little bit about that? So like you said, most conventional foods, those are going to be mass produced. They're typically cooked at higher temperatures. Um, Zeewee's foods are prepared simply. So we call it a Z-TwinTech air drying technology. Um, and it basically just locks all of that goodness of raw nutrition in without the use of any kind of artificial preservatives. So it does make it safe. It makes it convenient, um, ready to serve, and a perfect um, meal for all life stages and all breeds. The two-stage process is actually we take raw meat, bone, organ, the superfoods like the kelp, the tripe, the heart, and those are blended together in our kitchens just like you would find in any raw food kitchen. Um, But then instead of going into a freezer, it's rolled out into thin sheets And then it's moved into the air dryer where you just have warm air that moves gently over the food so it slowly dries it, which does preserve those nutrients. Then in the second stage, we cut the food into squares and return it back into the dryer until the moisture level is low enough that the food will stay naturally preserved. Um, And we work off of an 18-month preservation. Nice. That's, yeah, that's awesome. And I know just speaking from experience, um, because it isn't cooked to death, it has such an aroma, especially those picky dogs. You know, people come in all the time. My dog just won't eat anything at all. And that's one of my go-tos because it just has, it's so, it's got so much meat in it. It, it's more a species appropriate, um, dogs go nuts for it. So that's, that's amazing. So what are some of the benefits, would you say, of air dried foods? So you're preserving those nutrients, but you're doing it at lower temperatures. Um, You're doing it gently. Um, One of the benefits that has resonated with with me particularly is that you have um, 12% moisture content where kibble comes in at that six to eight. um, Freeze-dried, dehydrated comes in at about 2% moisture. So again, super great for traveling because you're not going to be 
dehydrating the dog. Mm-hmm. Um, we also find that it's great for people that are doing training. So we have a lot of um, a lot of trainers, a lot of people that show their dogs, and they love it because it's a high value treat. Um, but again, you still have that great moisture content. Um, it's an awesome raw alter- alternative. You've got the superfoods included. Um, it's preserved naturally without any kind of glycerin or fillers. So that's another good one. Um, we do add the tripe in for palatability. And then, of course, you know, we own our own kitchens. And, and so we have full control over that entire supply chain. Yes. And I do want to speak a little bit about um, when you were talking about using it as treats. Mm-hmm. I know as a trainer, you know, people that come in as trainers and are trying to, you know, teach their dogs certain things. The worst thing is when you put treats in your pocket and they crumble into yes. a bunch of sawdust. Yes. And that is one great thing about Zeewee Peak is it does hold its shape. Um, it does. Yes, which makes it uh, very convenient for that. Um, so tell us a little bit about the five freedom principles that New Zealand kind of lives by within related to how they treat their animals. I'm I'm so glad you asked about that because those um, those five freedom principles were probably one of the things that um, just really endeared me to Zwee as I as I was coming on um, recently. So one of the big things that they talk about is um, they talk about their role as katiaki, and that just means that their farmers truly believe they are guardians of the land, sea, and its creatures. And so that's a guiding principle to really everything that they do. Um, Their five freedom principles take animal welfare to a level that I had not previously known. Mm. (laughs) Um, So their principles are freedom from hunger and thirst, freedom from discomfort, freedom from pain, injury, or disease, freedom to express natural behavior, and freedom from fear and distress. Amazing. It's. <laughs> yeah. That yes. is amazing. Because, I mean, not only are we looking at food that, I mean, this is this is what we're feeding our pets. I mean. Correct. A lot of the human food doesn't even get come close to following those principles. That's amazing. Exactly. So, can you elaborate on any of those or any that maybe stand out to you or. So, you know, some. Uh, some really amazing um, stories that uh, that I was told as um, as I was coming on with Zwee uh, from from people that have visited. Uh, one one was that the climate is so temperate that they really don't have barns for their animals. Wow! Um, so they will build giant uh, rows of trees, and so your sheep, for example, will just shelter underneath the trees. Hmm. But other than that, they're really free to roam and, and do what sheep would naturally do. Um, one of the interviews with, uh, with one of the farmers, he talks about the sheep and, and mentions that the largest herd of sheep could be a thousand head of sheep and they would have between a half to three quarters of an acre per sheep to graze. (laughs) So Again, just to try to grasp what that looks like, um, I think can sometimes be difficult for us here in the States. 
Of course, because um, I personally, um, you know, just on a personal note, I don't eat meat. And part of it is because of the factory farming and how the animals are treated. And I mean, it's just my personal preference, no judgment on anybody else. It's just what I like to do. And to know that they are treated with such a level, uh, such amazing level of respect (laughs) and there are not harm, you know, no harm is done. Um, I mean, that's, that's amazing. And they get to live as their species. Yeah. Right. They get to graze and roam and, and, you know, really express natural behavior. Yeah. Well, and one thing I want to say is um, the bags themselves, almost they have, aren't they like a picture of what, how the animals, like what their environment is? Like I remember seeing the chickens and they were literally like under this, apple orchard or right. something <laughs> and I'm thinking that's a pretty picture and then I realized this is truly this is truly how they, they live yes. yeah so I don't know if you want to speak a little bit about that too um you know again if um if anyone gets a chance to to do our ZWE training um you know, and, and hear some of those interviews with those farmers it really is amazing uh, I remember as as we were chatting um I was told by someone, oh, I think I went out on the boat with that farmer. Like, oh, wow. <laughs> I think that's, that's so-and-so. Like, they know, they know their names. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and of course, one of the interviews with, uh, with one of our chicken farmers, he makes a comment. He said, certainly, New Zealanders feel like everything they do is free range. And, I mean, again, that's just the culture of how they live and, and what they do. Um, Right. They probably couldn't, they can't fathom probably doing it any other way. Right. And how, you know, we have done it as Americans. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. They, uh, some of their farmers actually have what they call working sheep and, um, those sheep will, they'll graze every, every so many months for a couple of weeks on basically what we would consider kind of the weeds, and then they're turned loose, say, in the venison herds, and that's – so then they'll graze on the weeds so that they don't – again, they're doing weed control naturally instead of um, instead of adding a bunch of chemicals and things like that to the environment. Wow. That is amazing. And again, like the chickens, total – I mean, 100% free range, like in a pristine environment. Yes. Yeah. So one of the things I thought was very interesting when I'm looking at Zwe Peak, um, because they like to follow a prey model diet, but they've they've taken it um, like one step further and they call it peak prey. They do. And I was hoping you could explain a little bit more about what this is. So it's really, um, it's really based on your, your alpha animal philosophy. Um, so one of the, one of the aspects of the peak prey is your number of protein sources. Um, another aspect is actually the variety of organs. So, so in Zwe Peak, you have a variety of heart, lung, kidney, you have tripe, liver, spleen, gizzard, you have plasma. Um, so it really, it really centers around what would your pets naturally be getting if, if they were hunting and foraging on their own. Um, and that, that's really the, the gist of the peak prey recipes. So you have that, 
unmatched inclusion and variety. And it's done in those authentic ratios. Gotcha. So that, you know, like, for example, if, you know, and even though our dogs aren't chasing prey to eat their dinner, um, but their body, that's, I mean, Mm -hmm. their DNA is designed for that. That's how they, you know, should be eating. So they're getting everything they need in a balance um, with the organs and, and all of that. They are. The protein and fat are, um, are the preferred sources of energy for dogs and cats. And so, you know, you're getting that natural source of the essential amino acids. You're getting something highly digestible. Um, and actually, Zeewee's recipes are over 95% digestible. Nice. That is amazing. Well, can you tell us a little bit about the product line? Absolutely. So, <clears throat> so as you know, you've, um, you've carried the Zeewee Peak for for quite a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and in the peak line, we do have those more limited ingredients. So you have your beef option, you have a chicken option, you have a lamb option. Um, our venison is is a venison that is not mixed with other proteins. So in a lot of diets, you'll have venison and lamb, or you'll have uh, venison and turkey or, you know, maybe there'll be a different organ mixed in there. In Zeewee Peaks venison, you actually have venison for all of those. Um, So, and and you do get the muscle and the organ meat and all of the superfoods and and things like that. In our new line, the new provenance line, um, that's kind of an exciting line because it is bringing in blended recipes. So, you um, you have the Otago Valley, which is actually a beef, lamb, and venison. Um, so it's a great way for people to get some more variety into their diets. Um, you have the East Cape. Um, these are also regional recipes. So East Cape is actually the first place on earth to see the sunshine. Oh, wow. Or the sunrise. Sorry. Sunshine. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> sunrise. Um, so in the East Cape, you actually have those free-range, grass-fed mutton and goat. So you have some meats that have not previously been introduced in Zeewee. So again, a little um, opportunity for some variety. Um, you do have the peak prey recipes. So you're going up to 97% meat, seafood, and organs in those peak prey ratios. Um, the top 12 ingredients are going to be meat, organs, and bone. You're not going to have any carbohydrates, so no grain, no potato or legumes. Um, In the wet foods, you have a 97% meat, organs, and bone. You have a natural binder, which is lamb plasma. Um, And you have lamb broth instead of water. Hmm. So um, in our Haraki Plains recipe, actually named in Maori for gentle winds. Wow. So, so if you have someone that can't figure out Haraki Plains, just tell them it means gentle winds. Okay. Um, in that blend, you are going to have the free-range chicken and eggs with local duck and turkey. And then you're going to have wild and sustainably caught whole, I'm going to try really hard not to butcher this. I believe it's pronounced kawe. It's a New Zealand salmon. Okay. Um, hopefully I don't get corrected on that one. Mm-hmm. Um Again, you've got the peak prey, so up to 97% poultry, seafood, and organs in those peak prey ratios. 
again, no grains, no potatoes, no legumes. Um, and then in the canned foods, all the same, all the same things as the East Cape, you have a natural binder, which is fresh dried egg. Um, and you have chicken broth instead of the water. Nice. Um, and then the Otago Valley is your free range and grass fed beef, venison, and lamb. Um, you have fish caught from the sub-Antarctic, and they are southern blue, whitting, and hokey fish. All right. Um, and again, the 97% meat in the peak prey ratios. Um, the top 16 ingredients are going to be your meat organs and bone. Again, no grains, potato, or legumes. Um, all of them are including your superfood uh, blend of the green tripe, the New Zealand green mussels, and the organic kelp. And then in the wet foods for the Otago Valley, you have the lamb plasma as your natural binder, and then you have beef broth instead of the water. Nice. Do you notice that you feed about the same, say, like from the original beef recipe to, say, a, you know, East Cape or a um, Haraki Plains? I do find that the feeding, the feeding guidelines are similar. Yes. Okay. Okay. Um, So, so you're still, you're still going to feed based on that small amount that we know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) We know sometimes we have to gently (laughs) remind, remind, (laughs) don't overfeed. And if you're going to use it for treats, you absolutely can reduce the amount you're feeding in the bowl at night. (laughs) Yes, for sure. So um, I've had some people that say they will they will do treats. They'll kind of portion out what their daily portion would be, and they'll feed treats, and then whatever's left, that's what they put in the bowl. At, oh, at that's night. a good idea. Yeah, because a lot of times people that is such a good point. Um, they'll they'll look at the feeding guide and they'll feed just what they're supposed to feed, but then they don't remember they're giving them treats and shoes and everything else. So of course, you know, they wonder many times why their dog is a little hefty. So (laughs) yeah, yeah. And they'll just keep eating. I always look at mine. I'm like, you're getting a little chunky monkey. It's time to back it down a little bit. Exactly. I know it happens to all of us. I know Um, COVID was a little rough on all of us. (laughs) Exactly. So, so you have, um, like the beef or venison. And, and one thing I like too, is that you have this combination because for example, venison by itself is extremely expensive. So when you're going to do venison, it's kind of a splurge, you know, if you're going to, you know, commit to a bag of that, but now you have an option where it's got some other meats in there to maybe bring that cost down to where you're still able to give venison and not just um, break the bank. And those provenance recipes do come in at a little, a little friendlier price point. To your point, if someone, if someone tries the Otago Valley and their dog loves it, obviously they could go to the peak line and they could then feed the beef or they could feed the lamb or they could feed the venison. Um, again, it'll give them a lot of ways to just have variety in their Mm -hmm. dog's diet. Mm -hmm. Okay. So you've got the air dried um, in the peak and the canned. Correct. You've got the air dried in the provenance line and the canned. Um, then we also have cat. I don't know if you want to speak about we that. Do, we do have cat. So cat follows all of the same, the same 
specifications that we were chatting about with the dog air dried and, and of course the cans, um, cats do seem to like our cans. Um, it is still a pate, but, um, but it's got some texture to it. So it's not really a chunky pate. Um, you won't find like chunks, chunks of meat, um, but it definitely, excuse me, has some texture to it. And so we're finding that cats really do go for the cans pretty well. Mm -hmm. And there, and there is the air dried as well. There is the air dried. Same thing. It's a high inclusion meat. Um, And so cats do tend to appreciate that as well. Absolutely. Yes. And then you have some treats, some chews, if you want to maybe talk We do. Um, so our most popular treat is actually our venison shank with the beef weasand wrapped around it. Um, I can tell you that mine have thoroughly enjoyed ripping the beef weasand off of every single shank that they have been given. Um, you know, and then they kind of look at you like, hey, how about another one? <laughs> <laughs> To your point, no, yeah. uh, no, no shortage of them wanting to eat more of the zeewe. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yes. Okay. Um, if, have we missed any products within the zeewe line? We do have bagged treats. So we have some, um, some tripe. We have uh, the weasen just sold separately in the bags. We do have lamb ears. Again, that's kind of a favorite of my guys. They uh, they would like me to just open that bag like a bag of potato chips and let them eat it like I eat potato <laughs> chips. Uh, <laughs> but um, but another great you know great option for uh, for the pets. So yes, we we do have that line of treats and chews that um, that people can uh, move around in and some different varieties. You know we uh, we see in our industry maybe a lot of of beef treats used. Um, but this brings in some venison, some lamb, some tripe. So you just have some different options that people can choose from as Definitely. well. Definitely. And all still from the pristine area of New Zealand, you know, you're correct. Super high quality products. Awesome. Well, Angela, can you think of anything else that people should know about Zeewee Peak? They should visit their local independent pet store to <laughs> find yes. all of the all like, of the great Zeewee Peak, like Bark Avenue, like Bark Avenue. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, and you know, you mentioned too about the training. How can people find that? So, um, probably the best way is to visit their store. Um, we uh, we do put a lot of time and energy into making sure that our retailers have the very best training. Um, on Zeewee. So, uh, so that's really going to be the best way for customers to find out all the good information on it. Yeah. Yeah. And you guys have put together some really um, amazing, amazing uh, training around, uh, centered around educating the staff and seeing those beautiful picturesque. um, Absolutely. Yeah. The (laughs) locations. Yeah. We'd all like to take a vacation. (laughs) For sure. There's no question. Yeah. Well, unless there is anything else that you wanted to mention, I think that that you have brought some very good information um, about Zeewee Peak and more people now can maybe um, try it out, whether it's a topper, a treat, a food, standalone, um, however they want, maybe even grab some canned food and throw it on Absolutely. top. Absolutely. Yeah. And feel really, really good about the fact that it is it is just such amazing quality, like almost like 
just pristine. It's all I can say. It's hard to wrap it up in uh, in a conversation. Yeah, it truly <laughs> is. Absolutely. Well, Angela, thank you so much for your time today. This has been fantastic. I it appreciate it. It has been it. super fun. Yes. All right. Well, you have a great one and we will talk soon. All right. Thanks, Tammy. Okay. Thank you so much for listening in today. If you love this episode, share it with someone who may also want to help their pet. You can share it now or post it on social media. Tag me in it so I can reach back out to you. I'm so proud of you for taking steps to help your amazing furry family member. Talk to you soon.